Hi there, and welcome to Manningham Christian Centre's Sermon of the Week. I'm so glad you joined us. My name is Matt Wyatt, and I'm the lead pastor here. My prayer for you is that as you listen, you encounter God and find this message practically helpful. It would mean a lot to us if you were able to rate and subscribe. This not only lets us know how we can serve you better, but also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Hey, thanks so much again, and I look forward to catching up with you later. Bye. shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. I'm the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I'm the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I am known by my own. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And I am the true vine, and my Father's the vine dresser. I am the vine, you are the branches, and he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Father, we love you. Today we give you all the glory, all the honour, all the praise. It's all yours, God. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy towards us. We thank you for your goodness, your grace, your love. Let the discouraged and the broken, those in darkness and those bound with sin, let them find freedom and find you, who is our eternal life. Holy Spirit, you promised to do this. Jesus said of you, Holy Spirit, that you would bear witness to him. That you would be our comforter, our helper and our teacher. So we ask you, Holy Spirit, that you teach us today. Teach us to the glory of our Father in heaven. In Jesus' name. And those who are with me, why don't you say amen? We say amen. What a great day to praise Jesus. So good morning, it's your opportunity to say good morning back, good morning. So I'm Sam and welcome. Today we are fully seeking. We're going to go in search of something, we're going to look for something, try and discover, or my favourite, we're going to acquire. We're going to gain. So my promise is today takes more than my 25 minutes. Let's do the easy thing. See the cupboard up the back? What do you think's in it? Do you you know the easiest way to find out what's in it? To go over there and have a look, to seek it. 
You want to know what's on my iPad right now? Nothing. I'm just winging it. It's just a light to light up the bottom of my face so on camera I look great and my nostrils come to life. Not really. It's got words that help me out and keep me through. But the easiest way, I just have a look. So be encouraged. We're just starting our moment this morning. So this morning's probably called Questions and Answers. Or more realistically, it's probably called Questions, Answers and the Seeking. Because as I said, we're going to do a bit of seeking this morning. So before we go any further, our anchor scriptures today are all in John. So if you've got your Bible or your app, now's the time. Grab your Bible, grab your app, find the Gospel of John. If you don't know where the Gospel of John is, then that's awesome because the Bible's super new and exciting to you. But you sort of turn and you keep turning and you keep going. And I thought it was two thirds of the way through, but then when I did it this morning, I worked out it's like 80% of the way through. If you find Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, you're close. If you find 1, 2, 3, John, you've gone too far. But if you've got your Bible, turn to John, stick your finger in it, throw it on the floor. If you've got your app, do that, find John. just makes it a bit easier later on. So we're going to play in John, do lots of stuff in John today. So the ESV Bible talks about John. It tells us John is the son of Zebedee and he wrote this book. He's one of the 12 disciples. He also wrote 1, 2, 3, John, same John. And he wrote Revelation, and I'm not going anywhere near Revelation today. You want Revelation, flip back to the podcast, The Lion and the Lamb, watch YouTube back a little bit and go there. I am staying fully inside John. So it was likely written about 70 to 100 AD, and it was likely written in modern-day Turkey. John has a bunch of themes and purposes, but if you distill them all down, this is what the ESV Bible will tell you. That Jesus is the long-awaited promised Messiah and the Son of God. And by believing Jesus, people have eternal life. So you want to know more about eternal life, read John. You can read the whole lot. But it takes a while. I'm doing it in a year and it takes a while, believe me. So that's John. So we're in a series and it's called, what? Our series is called? Led by Jesus. See, Matthew knows. Well done. I would have flicked you a lolly or a chocolate if I had it. Well done. So let's start the message here this morning. Led by Jesus insinuates something. It insinuates that we are led by someone named Jesus and that we are therefore following someone. So we're going to have a little fun before we start. Can you work out who to follow just by looking at them? So the first one's a little easier than the others. So if you're an A... Point that way. If you think A is the adventurer, point that way because that's which way A is. And if you think B is the adventurer, point that way for me. We're just going to work out if we know who to follow. Come on. I'll wait for you at all the point. Everyone's got an arm. See, thank you, man. Thank you. There's a couple of Bs over here. So look, for clarity, let's follow after Ferdinand and not after Captain Hook today. Or if I'm your age, I probably would rock Captain Hook to tell the truth. Okay, number two, A or B? Ooh, this one's a bit harder. Come on, you've all got arms. You've got to go one way or the other. We're working out whether we're led by Je who we follow. Jeez, this one's 50-50. This will be good fun. So if you follow A, you'll follow David Livingston, Dr Livingston, I presume. If you follow B, you'll follow Wyatt Earp, who then I later realised probably is an adventurer, but a slightly different adventure. So what about this one? Would you follow A or would you follow B? A. B. It's 
pretty under. Oh, you can't go straight down the middle, man. It's, you can't. You got to A or B. So if you follow A, you'll have a good time. If you follow B, well, he's Sir Robert Menzies. He was a Prime Minister of Australia. Still probably have a good time, but not an adventurer. Um, this one. A or B. Lots of Bs, a few As. Thanks. If you follow A, you're going to follow Blondie all the way to. So that's Deborah Harry. The other one's Amelia Earhart. And the last one, for anybody, for anybody who doesn't have any idea what we're doing or why we're here or anything like that, this morning I've thrown in this one just to ensure that you get your Tay Tay reference for anyone who's in Melbourne. So if you're not sure who to follow, I'll give you the tip. But. It, for another sermon that I didn't do today, we could have talked about um, the natural cultural ph- phenomenon that is Taylor Swift and why so many people follow her, because culture will teach you a few things. But that's not today. Today is very much questions, answers and the seeking. So there we go. So we'll start with questions and let's do a few of them. The top three most Googled questions last year were, number one, what is my IP address? Now, just for my benefit... Who here has typed that in Google before? Yeah. You see, it's not many. That's the number one most Googled question last year. Number two? <laughs> like, seriously. Really? Yep. How many weeks in a year, someone? 52. 52. Super. This one I didn't know the answer to. How many answers in a cup? Oh, there was an eight there straight away. There's also some other questions. This was like the number one question for me growing up. And there was a book that went with it, if you're the right age, of where did I come from? There's also this question. Outside of Genesis 18:14, is anything too hard for the Lord? That was a couple of days ago in what I was reading. And there are some other great questions we're going to wander through today. Who is Jesus? Who are you? Who am I? So, how you describe yourself is likely different to how somebody else would describe you. But there are great descriptions. My number one description, and you saw it just then, this is my favourite description of anybody. I am Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north. We talked about the dead, so this, was, this tied in really nice. General of the Felix Legions and loyal servant to the true Emperor Marcus Aurelius, father of a murdered son, husband of a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. And if you haven't seen it, three hours worth it, but not today. But that's one bloke describing who he was in a very fine moment in the movie. So, how you describe yourself is likely different to how somebody else describes you. How I describe myself is a little different to how my wife describes me. The other day, it was one of my favourites, I got a text message and she just wrote, cute. And that was in response to a photo I sent. I can tell you now, I've never described myself as cute. How I describe myself, who I am is a little bit different. You can have, you know, I'm Sam and I'm permanently about this age in my head, so I thought I'd put that photo in. I permanently think I'm early 30s, so I thought I'd put that one in. Or I could describe myself as Kelly's husband. And believe me, I went through 47 photos that I thought would be acceptable to put up today, and that one's already on social media, so that one's okay. I could describe myself as a father of two amazing children. 
I could describe myself as the director of facilities. This is me at work. That is a rhino behind me with a dog and a rabbit on it. For those just... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Or I often, often, often describe myself as the dairy farmer's son. It helps me qualify the amount of ice cream and cream I drink and eat. But I am a dairy farmer's son and that's, that's me on the back and my lovely old man. So who am I? Who are you? If I said to you, who are you right now? We're going to sit in this moment and just answer it in the next 10 seconds in your head. How would you describe yourself right now? I am so good looking. I am. Because it's suits certain times for how we describe ourselves, but the best description that anyone can give me of themselves is when they say it. So we started with questions, now we're going to wander into the seeking. Who is Jesus? If we are led by Jesus, then who's this person we're following? I already told you that how you describe yourself is likely different to how someone else would describe you. And perhaps the most famous of who is Jesus passages in the Bible, not in John, even though you're there, stay there, we're good. It's in Matthew, when... Jesus asked Peter, who you say I am? And when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples, saying, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. They're people in the front bit of the Bible before John. If you're just starting on your Bible journey, you read through all of them. But he said to them, that's great, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and he said, you can read it with me, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Woo! And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I say to you that you're Peter and on this rock I'll build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it and I'll give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on heaven on earth will be loosed in heaven and bind on earth will be loosed in heaven and earth to earth to earth round and round and round and then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was the Christ so Peter asked Jesus asked and Peter answered who do you say I am and he said you know he said you are the Christ but how Peter describes Jesus He's likely different. Like it's the answer we use so much. Who do you say I am? You know, who are you, Jesus? And we say it so much, you're the Christ, son of the living God. And he is. But today we're just going to have a, a really good time. If you're into the Bible, today's your day. If you're not into the Bible, it's okay. Today's still your day. But what we're going to do is we're going to wander through a little bit of Bible. So grab your John. Welcome my wife up. She's going to do some reading for me to help me out. But the first place we're going to chunk, yeah, you can give a hand. That's nice, isn't it? There's plenty of love in the room. So grab your Bible, find John chapter 6, 26 to 35. 
And there are seven I am statements that Jesus talks about in the Bible. I read them right at the start, and we're going to read all of them right now. So let's do it. John chapter 6, 26 to 35. Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labour for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they said to him, What shall we do that we may work for the Lord, uh, work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. Therefore they said to him, What sign will you perform then, that we may see it and believe you? What work will you do? Our father ate the manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. I often find when I'm listening on a Sunday... Lots of stuff said. But it's like one phrase, one word pops out. That's the one I write down in my notes. That's the bit I grab hold of. It's the same when I'm reading the Bible. One thing jumps out and I go, oh, I'm going to scribble that down. Because that's the Holy Spirit talking to me through the living word of God. So this passage said it, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. And he who believes in me shall never thirst. For most of you, when I read that sentence, a word would jump out. That's how I believe the Spirit works. Some of you, it'll be believes, you'll go, oh yeah. But some of you go, bread, ripper, thirst. I like never today. Because he who believes in me shall never thirst. That's my eternal Jesus. John chapter 8, verses 2 to 12. Now early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in their midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger, as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and he said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw the first stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it, being convicted by their conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest even to the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, Woman, where are your accusers? He had, has, has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. 
And Jesus said to her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. I'm the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. It can be all those words. John 10, 1 to 10. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will be Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me and are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he'll be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. It would be it would be so unnecessary for me to say anything other than what the Word of God says here. Like I don't need to add to it. I'm the door. He will be saved. Go in and out and find pasture. Let's do John ten. 11.16 I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I am known by my sheep. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father. And I, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not in this fold. Them also I must bring and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. To Jesus said it, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep and am known by my own. John 11, 17 to 27. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. 
Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as he heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, you will give, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. I believe you're the Christ, the Son of God. There it is again. But I'm the resurrection and the life. He believes in me. Though he may die, he shall live. I said it at the start. There's a bit of seeking in it. Because though he may die, he shall live. I haven't got time for that one this morning. You can, you can dive into that. But I am the resurrection and the life. Let's go John 15, 14. One to six. Let your heart not be troubled. You believe in God, also believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. I'm going to jump down, turn around. It's amazing how much theology I learned singing songs or singing songs or singing songs as opposed to reading the Bible. Every now and then I realise that the songs I'm singing, theology doesn't necessarily directly align with the Bible, especially when I've wandered off normal things into weird radio stations and then the songs I'm definitely singing aren't. Um, I was teaching Jack um, uh, Motley Crue's Dr Fieldwood the other day, but that was a complete wonder. Anyway, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. And that's the sixth I am statement of Jesus. So let's do the seventh. John 15, 1 to 8. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they, gain, they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Thanks, darling. Give Kelly a hand. 
So we heard what Peter said, you're the son of God. Actually, Peter said you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Precision of language. And we've heard what Jesus says about himself. He talks it through. He says, I'm the bread of life. I'm the light of the world. I'm the door. I'm the good shepherd. I'm the resurrection, the life, the way, the truth, the life, the true vine. Father's the vine dresser. Lots and lots and lots of things that Jesus talks about himself. When we want to be able to answer the question, who is Jesus? Some of these things are there just to to populate, to pollinate maybe even a better word. Just to take you down a place of going, who is Jesus? Well, yes, he's the son of God. But he's a good shepherd. And I've done sheep. So if you've never done sheep, you will never understand. You will never understand this shepherd thing. Because I once heard a bloke give a sermon on how wise sheep were and how a group of sheep were really, really wise. And I went, oh, sheep must be really wise. And then I watched a guy preach on how stupid sheep were and how sheep need help. And I went, oh, sheep must be really, really dumb. I'm not here to tell you which one they are. Again, you can seek that out. But I would suggest it's one or the other. It's, it's not both. Um, but I'm the true vine and the vine dresser. I know nothing about that. Nothing. Me and vines, no chance. No chance. I just mow over it all. And my wife knows I just mow over it all. What's that lavender bush? I just mowed straight over it. <laughs> so, these things help us in the seeking. So we started with questions, then we wandered through to a seeking. And when we're going to end this morning is inside the answers. So we're in a series called Led by Jesus. So where I want to land is our understanding of who Jesus is. But not my understanding of who Jesus is. Your understanding of who Jesus is. So I called it questions, answers and seeking and then I got to the end of my message and when I could have just called it probably questions, questions and questions. But at the start, if I'd said questions, questions, and questions, it eh, doesn't have the same. But at the end, if I said questions, when we get to next week and someone says, hey, what they talk about on Sunday, you can go questions, questions, and questions. Because where I want to land is three questions that we're going to answer before you leave. But I'm not going to give you the answer. We're going to spend some time. We're going to let the music play, and we're just going to sit back and lean into this. So question number one, who is Jesus? How do you answer that question in the context of you asking you? So when you're all on your own and nobody else is around and you're praying and you're in need, who is Jesus? When you're all on your own and you're praying and it's going amazingly well, who is Jesus? But when you ask yourself, who is Jesus, how do you answer that? That's question number one. Question number two is, who is Jesus when somebody else asks you? Do you have an answer for perhaps the most important question you could ever be asked? When the person next to you says, who is Jesus? When your neighbour, your friend, the guy at the shop. So who is Jesus in the context of somebody else asking you is question number two. Question number three this morning is who is Jesus? 
when Jesus asks. When he says, hey, who do you say that I am? So we're literally, quite absolutely literally, going to spend some time answering that question now. So Matt and Anna are going to come back. And they're just going to sing over us. If you need a piece of paper and a pen, they're up the back. You can go get it. You can write it down. You can pull out your phone. This is a, this is a, a tangible activation, a, 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 an actual moment to answer three questions. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus to me? When I ask myself, when somebody else asks me, or when the Christ, the Son of the living God asks me. So we're going to spend about two or three minutes just here in this.
your answer isn't mine. But the seeking I talked about at the start, like forever I will try and answer the question of who is Jesus. in land today then what a great what a great adventure this week is to be led by Jesus into that who is Jesus to me to me to me so let's pray thank you Jesus you are the bread of life thank you Jesus you are the light of the world thank you Jesus that you are the door to salvation Thank you that more than just some good shepherd, God, you are the good shepherd. Thank you that the resurrection, you are the resurrection. You are the way, the truth, and the life. That those who believe in you will never die, but live. We thank you, Jesus, for the true vine, that you would help us to abide, to abide, to abide. So much seeking still to do, God. But like your Holy Spirit is our, our teacher, our comforter, our counselor, our guide. So we do our seeking with the Holy Spirit. In the days ahead, God, we lean more and more into an understanding that we are led by you into working out who you are. Who you are in every moment of every day, of every night, of every morning, of every evening, of every situation. And you're preparing us and you're helping us and you're showing us the answer to the question of who. Who do we say you are, God? Who do we say you are? For you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for growing. Thanks for journeying. When you meet someone after this and you have a coffee and you're not sure what to say, why don't you just start with, hey, he's Jesus, and go from there. So thanks very much. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Anna. I trust that during the service, God was moving in your heart and his presence was where you are. Just before we say goodbye today, I'd love to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. If today's message spoke to you, or you've been considering believing in Jesus as your saviour, then I would love to invite you to do that now. Would you repeat this short prayer after me? Dear Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose again to give me life. I ask you to forgive my sins and be my Lord and my Saviour. I open my heart to you today. Amen. If you said yes to Jesus today, we would love to hear from you. We would love to celebrate with you, pray with you and help you start your Jesus journey. 
Visit our website, manninghamcc.org, and go to the I Said Yes page. Fill out your details, and one of our leaders will get in touch with you. We would love to hear your story. Hey, thanks for joining in today and being part of our service. If you enjoyed today's service, would you click the share button and subscribe to MCC so you can stay connected? We all need some good news, and we would love to hear how God has spoken to you today. Visit manninghamcc.org and fill out a good news story form today. If you would love to know more how to grow in your relationship with God, then Next Steps provides the path for you. Visit manninghamcc.org to find out more. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.